So, I guess I just had a vision, which is pretty much where you just kind of like, you're waking up from a dream, and then it just goes into a vision. This vision was of Barack Obama, and he was giving a speech, and he was somehow combining something from the Jews. I think it was Jews too, and I guess it's something from the Quran seven, and he was. I don't know, the look in his eyes was crazy, man. He had just like the crazy dead stare. Like his eyes were just, it was just so, um, it was just like a dead stare, but he had kind of like his eyebrows were just almost angry looking, you know. He was speaking kind of, angry and he I remember like his voice changed he was like something about Esau when Esau came back he was like they said um let's just call he was like mama let's just call him Vava Eha or something I don't even know when he was saying it I saw the words come up and he was like, this is the real Muhammad. This is the real Muhammad. He was like, when when Esau came back, and he was like, Mama, let's just call him Vava Isha, Vava Eva, or something like that. I don't even know what he was saying, but this was just, he kept repeating this part right here. He's like, that is the real Muhammad. That is the real Muhammad. But when he said, when he was reading this part, he was like, Oh, let's just call it Mama Viva, Mama Viva. Like his voice changed. And he was like, that is the real Muhammad. And something about Jew, Jews too. And the other part was something seven. So I don't know if it was. Um, you know, I don't know if it was the. I feel like something. Bavada Gita. Like B-V-A-T-A-G-I-T-A or something. I have no idea what this is. Like I'm not even, I don't even know what books this is. But I just feel like something like Jews 2 and, you know, something 7, you know. And I feel like it was out of the Quran or something. So I don't know what it was. But just the fact that he just was focused on saying something that this is the real Muhammad because you already know like if you study or if you listen to like Christian apologetics or whatever and you know and they and when they're trying to basically expose Muhammad as actually being Qutam and being from pagan parents and stuff like that, you know, like if you really get into like apologetics, you'll see how um, it's it's led a lot of Muslims to Christ. So it's interesting. 
Bavada Gita. Bavada Gita. I feel like something like that. I don't know why, what this is. Maybe it has something to do with Hinduism or something. But whatever it was, it seems like Barack Obama was like, I mean, he was just so intense, so intense and so focused on this, these details right here. Something, the Bhavada Gita. He was like, this is the true Muhammad. This is the true Muhammad. And it definitely felt, I mean, like the intensity was crazy. I mean, this dude, the only look that I can give, that I can summarize his eyes to look like were the eyes of Charles Manson. So if you can see Charles Manson's eyes, those crazed, like zombified stare of Charles Manson when he was talking. You know how he just seemed like a lunatic when he was talking? That's exactly how Barack Obama looked. And he was just, it was just that part of the, it was a very, very quick vision. It repeated several times. He was reading, he was reading out of like, or he was quoting out of a, a couple different books. And all I just remember him saying, that is the real Muhammad. That is the real Muhammad. When Esau came back and he was like, Mama, Mama, let's just call him. It was like three words for a name. Something. I don't even know. But it was like highlighted when he was saying that. And he was like, that is the real Muhammad. When Esau came back. So I don't know what this is. I'm not a Bible scholar by any means. And when I think of Esau or something like that, I just, I'm thinking about that. Is that the part in the Bible where something, where the guy gave the blessing to the other son or something like that? And he put on hair to make it seem like he was hairy. I don't know. But I feel like he's, he was speaking about something like that, saying that this dude was the true Muhammad. So, which, I don't know if that's it, but that wouldn't make sense because didn't that dude steal his brother's birthright or his blessing or something? I don't know, but, uh, I just figured I'd upload that because I've been under attack past couple days very heavy so heavy it's just like it's just been too much to deal with honestly like everything's just been too much to deal with so I don't know it's just been it's been rough man it's been so rough like I don't I don't want to like I just can't believe this is life and this is reality. Like it's just too much to to um, to take in. It's pretty overwhelming this time that we're in. Just the realization of everything. Like 
Like, I just can't believe that. I don't know. It's been rough for me, man. You know, um, just contemplating my existence, our existence, how we're forced to exist. You know what I mean? Like, doesn't feel like we have a choice in any of this. And then just the way of, you know, the fact, like, you know, I don't know. It just doesn't seem fair, you know what I mean, in my mind. Because it's just like, I mean, I'm a Christian, I'm a believer, you know, but it's just the weight of the fact that, you know, I'm a sinner and I'm going to hell if it wasn't for Jesus and, you know, all that pressure that's on me when I know that I didn't even create myself. It sucks, you know what I mean? Like, it sucks that. Jesus even had to go through this stuff for me, but it just feels like it just feels like everything's our fault, you know what I mean? Like that we're just such sinners that we're doomed to go to hell if Jesus didn't step in and do what he did. And that sucks. Like who wants to be responsible for, you know, Jesus having to go through such a horrible death? And then reminded by God pointing his finger like, you sinners, you, you know what I mean? It's just like, I know other people probably don't look at it that way, but to me, that's just a lot of weight. And I'm sure the devil's attacking me. I mean, I'm a thousand percent sure that's what's going on. But just the mental war games and the things are just going on in my head every day, you know, and trying not to make mistakes and the devil's always setting traps to just accuse us and and it's just too much you know like I'm definitely walking on eggshells like I'm trying not to and I don't want to hear that about workspace salvation or none of that because this has nothing to do with that it's just the fact that you know I'm just trying not to to be sinful, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know the only way we can get to heaven is through Jesus, but it's just still, the devil's just always setting traps, you know what I mean? Like, he's always just causing problems to where, you know, you lie, you know, or it's just, no matter what, you're always sitting, you know what I mean? Like, as much as you try not to sin, you're always put in situations where you do sin, you know, and I'm just trying not to sin, you know, like as less as possible, you know, I'm trying like not to lie. I'm trying not to, to lust women. I'm trying not to even look at, at anybody, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just trying to just work and have as least problems as possible, you know, and it's impossible to not have problems because there's always problems, you know? So that, that's just a, a lot of stress for me, you know, and we're all going through it. You know, the whole body of Christ is just going through a lot, you know, no matter where you are in the world, there's just, we're under a curse and it's very evident, you know, that we're under this curse and it's just too much to deal with, man. Life in, in general, just existing is just a weight.
a heavy weight, you know, just this curse weight, the weight of sin, this inescapable curse all put onto us, obviously by Adam and Eve, but it doesn't matter because everything's our fault anyways, right? So I just hate that. I just hate this whole feeling of being trapped, forced to go through this because God is making it happen. You know what I mean? Like, I know everybody has their different opinions on it. I don't really care. I just know what I'm going through. And I hate it. I hate existing. Like, I hate that fact that I have to exist against my will. I'm forced to exist against my will. Obviously, we're here because God honors free will. But my free will is I don't want to participate. I don't have nothing to do with any of this. You know, I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to be here. I don't care about heaven. Like, I just don't. I want non-existence. And I've studied it. And they're like, oh, just the fact that you... Thought of non-existence proves that non-existence doesn't exist because you thought of it, which means it exists. I don't know. It's just stupid. It's like, it just sucks that there's absolutely, our only choice is to be holy like our father in heaven is holy. You know what I mean? Like our only choice is to, you know, if we love Jesus, we will obey him like this isn't works. This is biblical. This is just what the Bible says. You know what I mean? And people are like, oh, you can't lose your salvation. And But there's plenty of, you know, if you're lukewarm, I will spit you out of my mouth. So right there, what is that? You know what I mean? Or what are Hebrews and all these passages in the Bible that show that you can definitely... You know, walk away from the faith that you could definitely lose your salvation. You don't want to be willfully disobedient, right? Because it's worse for you, right? The latter end is worse for those who knew the truth and walked away from it. Like, so I don't want to hear nothing about anything, man. Because what I'm going through, without a doubt, proves that. You better be obedient. You know what I mean? You have to be obedient. It's not. It's not like. An option. You know. You will go to hell. You cannot be out here. Living a sinful existence. Living a sinful life. <sighs> That's the problem. Because we live in the flesh. Oh, you ate too much. That's gluttony. So every day you have to fast. You know, at least I'm trying to fast as much as possible. You know what I mean? Because it attacks, you know, just attacks. The attacks are too much. You know what I'm saying? Especially the sexual thoughts. It's just, there's just too much to deal with. It's just everywhere. You know, it's all, all these, all over social media, just these sexual ads, ads of, of sexual ads are everywhere. I'm just sick of this life, man. 
The only thing I keep thinking in my head anyways is just it was better if they were never born. Because I feel like that. I feel like it would just be better if I was never born. It's just too much weight. And we're not supposed to have this weight. Like that weight is supposed to be on Jesus. You know, we're supposed to to be, you know, trust me, I nothing more in my life do I want to believe in what's saved, always saved. But I know it's not true because I went to, to hell as a Christian. I went to hell as a Christian. So nobody can say anything to me that that you can't go to hell as a Christian. I know you can't because I have been. God has sent me to hell as a Christian multiple times. When I believed in Jesus, I loved Jesus. But I guess my heart was far from him because I was living a sinful lifestyle. I knew I was living a sinful lifestyle. But I believed in once saved, always saved. And that's what drives me insane about all of these pastors and preachers and it, and everybody that's talking about the pre-tribula pre-tribulation rapture that I believe in are always combining the two together, which makes people not believe in a pre-tribulation rapture. You see how that works? All this very careful deception, all the, this whole war, this whole thing that's going on here, you know what I mean? And if people choose to be deceived and believe the lie and go to hell, oh, oh, well, you're going to hell. Like, I just reposted a video the other day of a little girl who had an encounter with Jesus. And that's basically what Jesus was telling her. You know, all these people are going to hell because they were deceived by the devil. Like, how does that make any sense? They were deceived, so they're going to hell. Like, that doesn't seem like a, a nice God or a nice Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Jesus said it would be better for you to, to pluck out your eye if it caused you to sin or chop off an arm if it caused you to sin and go to heaven, lame, maimed and lamed, than to go to hell with your body fully intact. That was what Jesus preached. So Jesus was preaching that type of strict obedience against sin. And he was telling us to not sin. And that when that day people would be like, Lord, Lord, didn't I cast out demons in your name? Didn't I heal the sick in your name? And he said, depart from me, you Workers of an iniquity, I never knew you. Well, who do you think's healing people in Jesus' name other than Christians? What about the parable of the, the five wise and the five foolish virgins? Keeping oil in their lamp, symbology of having the Holy Spirit, not grieving the Holy Spirit. What would grieve the Holy Spirit but willful disobedience? So don't you think Satan is going to be doing everything he can to get you to, to be disobedient so that you don't make the rapture? This is disgusting, man. It's disgusting in my mind that we're forced to go through this crap. 
And I'm not saying it's like I feel like I deserve anything. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like I deserve heaven. I know I don't deserve heaven. But I also know that I didn't create myself. I know I didn't make me. I know I didn't just, okay, now I exist. Okay, oh, this is God? Cool. Uh, put me through the ringer. Put, put, incarnate me into a physical body so I could go through this process. I never agreed to do any of this. If I did agree, then how come I don't remember it? I don't remember that. So it's just like, I mean, I study a lot of stuff. I mean, I just, I wrote six books the past couple of years, just really just focusing and tackling all these thoughts that I've been having. You know what I'm saying? I know this is the truth. Like, I know the Bible is the truth. I know that without a doubt. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've had visions of Jesus, you know. So, I know he's around. You know what I mean? Like, I know he's real. I've seen him. You know? I know God put me in hell. So, yeah, it's frustrating. It's frustrating when you know that God creates you, puts you in a situation against your will, tells you that there's pretty much nothing good about you. You don't deserve to be in heaven where he's at because he's perfect and we're not. And you're, you deserve to go to hell. That's just, that's like the worst thing to me. That your creator creates you, but tells you, you ain't nothing. You deserve to burn and be tortured forever. That's the hardest thing for me, the hardest concept for me to swallow because of that. I just don't understand how loving God, you know, and I don't, I don't care. I don't, you know, what anybody's opinion is on this. I don't care. I don't care the way you perceive it or this person perceives it. I don't care because in my reality, where's the escape option? Free will, you would think that there's some type of other option where you don't have to participate in any of that. For me, it's not existence. Like, cool. Okay, great. Okay, I was born as a, a, a innocent baby. Bad company corrupts good character. That's biblical. No possible way that I could be perfect anyways. I'm born in a corrupted, filthy environment. Became corrupted and filthy. Became a sinner. Probably was lying before I even knew what lying really was. At some point at the age of accountability, you know, it's being documented in heaven, all the sins that I'm committing, how much of a piece of crap I am. And I deserve to go to hell. I just deserve to go to hell. Cool, whatever. I don't want to go to hell. I don't even want to exist. I don't even want to participate in any of this. 
So that's what I'm talking about, how we're all just forced. I remember telling my dad before he died that, you know, I don't I don't want to have nothing to do with this. I don't like it. I don't want to exist. I don't want to have nothing to do with this. And my dad agreed. And it just clicked in my head like we're we're all forced by this being in the universe, God. Just forcing everybody to go through this. Like on my podcast last night, I was just talking about how in the book of Adam and Eve, how Adam and Eve committed suicide multiple times. So you can imagine how they felt like once the totality and the realization set in of the sin that they committed, how it affects all of the future generations that came from them. So much that they didn't even want to go through with it. That they was like, we don't want to exist either. So, obviously, I'm not alone in feeling this way. Nobody wants to do this. Nobody wants to go through what God is forcing us to go through. Is that selfish of him? To do that? I mean, in his perspective, he's perfect. So... It really doesn't matter what anybody thinks about anything. God is going to do whatever God wants to do. But yeah, think about heaven for eternity and, you know, being with Jesus for eternity and no more pain, sorrow. And just think about that. I'd love to think about that, but I'm dealing with the fact that unseen forces are so focused on me. And every micro second of my life, every thought that I think, every action that I make is under constant scrutiny, constant observation. And I'm already set up for failure. It's just, man, it's just too much to deal with. It's overwhelming. I look at animals sometimes and I'm just like, man, they're chilling. You know what I mean? Just watching videos on prairie dogs, chilling, just eating, hanging out. Videos on other animals, giraffes, baby hippopotamus, hanging out with its mom, just chilling, enjoying life. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, they're going to heaven. Cool for them, huh? Lucky for them that they, that they don't got this that type of pressure on them. You know what I mean? And a lot of them are lucky. I mean, I know a lot of animals meet, you know, their tragic deaths, you know. I seen a deer that was like, I don't know if it got what it what it was attacked by a bear or something, and like ripped open, like completely ripped open, and it was just running around like normal. You didn't even notice it, you know. You didn't even know that half of its organs was just could fall out at any moment. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it survived or what, but it was just walking around eating, 
Like nothing happened. So I don't know, man. It's just too much for me to deal with. And um, I'm trying to be obedient. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to be holy like my father in heaven is holy. You know, with the help of Jesus, I'm trying to, you know, make sure I pray before every meal, I'm dot every I, cross every T, you know what I mean? Trying to not look at people, don't want to offend nobody, you know what I'm saying? Even though we naturally just look around and stare, you know what I mean? I'm not like a people watcher, nothing weird like that, but I'm not saying that that's weird or whatever, but I'm just saying like I'm just trying not to... um cause any extra problems, unnecessary issues or problems for myself. You know what I mean? Like I'm just trying to do get to point A, get from point A to point B, work, do my work as best as possible. You know what I'm saying? Devil's constantly messing with me all day, every day. Nothing but problems, no breaks. Praying to God for help. Praying to God for financial assistance. Praying to God to fix my car. Praying to God for a job so I don't have to rely on the type of work that I'm relying on, been relying on for five years. Does he answer my prayers? No. Do I have faith? I guess. I'm hoping he'll answer my prayers one day. Not get any younger. You know what I'm saying? But it's just a lot, man. You know what I mean? Like, this shouldn't be life. You know what I mean? I see a lot of people enjoying their life. You know what I mean? Going out on dates, going out to eat. I don't I don't need anybody's opinions. Like, yeah, yeah, but as in as in the days of Noah's, you know, people be marrying and giving a marriage and, you know, be business as usual and then the rapture happen. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I know it's high rapture season right now. It's always been high rapture season. You know what I mean? Like the whole reason that I've even been implementing this whole new lifestyle change since like 2015 was because of that. But the more I studied, it's been high rapture season before I was even born. You know what I mean? Like before I even came into existence, people were talking about the rapture. People been talking about the rapture for a long time. You know what I mean? Um, and I think everybody all in the, in their time always thought that the rapture was imminent. I didn't know anything about it though until about two thousand. You know, I don't know, probably two thousand eighteen. I would say I really started, really started to to kick in and sink in for me, which was. What, four or five years ago. And then as soon as COVID hit, I wrote six books. You know, haven't fornicated in years, haven't done drugs in years. Changed my whole lifestyle to be obedient, to be a disciple of Christ, you know. But it's a lot of stress, it's a lot of pressure. Hate my life. That's biblical. If you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. Everybody thinks I'm crazy because I hate my life. I'm like, man, I've pretty much always hated my life. Even when I was living in sin, I still wasn't happy. 
You know what I mean? There were still things that I, I wanted to do and achieve in my life. When I was in in a marriage and in a long-term relationship for like 12-something years, almost 13 years, I was miserable too. Because you're always arguing and fighting and there's always something wrong. Money, It's always money issues, you know what I'm saying? That causes a lot of problems in a relationship. Expectations. You know. Your spouse having higher expectations of you. I want this. I want that. I want to go on trips. I want to go on vacations. I want to do this. I want to do that. You know. The devil's always trying to destroy things. You know what I mean? So it's just like. You're never successful. You know. The people that are successful. I don't know. I don't know if they made a deal with the devil. I don't know. Maybe they're just lucky, you know? Who knows? Honestly, I really don't know. Anyways, I had that vision of Barack Obama being super creepy. I don't know what that means, you know? I don't know if he's the man of sin, man of perdition, antichrist. I have no clue. I don't really care, to be honest. I really don't care about anything here, honestly. Except for just trying to wake people up so they don't go to hell. You know what I mean? And I've had close friends like stop pushing your religion on people. So I go out to eat and I'm trying to I'm trying to minister to the waitress. You know what I'm saying? Long time friends said, Man, you should be trying to push your religion on people. So I that's all I do. All day long, social media, share the gospel. Everybody get mad at me on social media. Everybody's talking about me on social media. Nobody wants to be my friend. Lonely lifestyle, tell you that much. You know what I mean? It really is a narrow path. It's a tightrope. Tightrope on, on, on the, the Eiffel Tower, you know? That's what it feels like. One, one wrong move, I'm toast. Well, raw move, it's a wrap for me. I hate it. I just can't stand this pressure. What is tribulation? Oh, it's pressure. Look it up. Tribulation is pressure. And that's what I'm going through. Yeah, I pray there's grace. Because Satan is very successful in getting me to sin every single day. Wake up sinning. Wake up with a stiffy. You know what I'm saying? Like, sorry to be vulgar, but I'm a man. You know what I mean? So that, that that's the number one problem right there. You know? I'm, I avoid it. You know what I mean? Like, I avoid watching anything that will trigger it. I try to avoid... Some, you just can't avoid things that you don't know that are about to happen, Right? So you're going to get hit with, with with an image, a video, or somebody saying something sexually. Like, it's just everywhere. It's everywhere. You know what I mean? And a mind always is associating things to pleasure. That It wants to do things that are pleasurable all the time. You know what I mean? If you had an addiction to nicotine, you like the pleasure of inhaling a cigarette or 
marijuana or alcohol or whatever it is, it's everywhere. There's no escaping it. There's nothing you can do from it, you know, so. I don't know. I'm just irritated. I wish there was an escape. I really do. I wish there was an escape. It is. There is an escape. It's Jesus. Cool. Awesome. It's just not. It's just not. Um, easy. No one said it was going to be easy. I hate. I just. The thing is, that's what. That's why I'm saying. There's no escape because everybody has an opinion. Everybody wants to interject something. Everybody speaks from pride and arrogance. They don't even realize that they're they're being egotistical. Everybody's always interjecting their opinions and their perspective and their you know as if they're they're perfect as if they got all the answers as if we're supposed to act the way they act is feel the way that they feel some people don't some people don't feel the way that that you feel some people are really having a hard time here Some people are so suicidal that they don't even want to say that they're suicidal because they're worried how people are going to interpret it. But why do people want to commit suicide because of things being overwhelming in life? The weight, the weight of life, it's unbearable. That pressure. Well, God won't give you more than you can handle. God always provides an escape. Tell that to all the suicide victims since the beginning of time. Like I said, Adam and Eve tried to kill themselves multiple times in the book of Adam and Eve. I'm sure people will debate that that's, that's even a real book. Or that it's, that it's real. But you just got to look at the Bible as a summary of things. It's not a, a diary it's not a diary. It's just some, it's a summary of things, important things. Synopsis. So, yeah, it is what it is. I'll get, I'm going to get off here. I don't want to spread my melancholy to you. I don't want to spread my depression to you. That's probably why nobody wants to be around me. I don't even want to be around myself. I hate nobody hates me more more than I hate me. You know what I mean? I think the devil hates me. You know he can't hate me more than I hate me. That's the truth. As much as the devil hates me and wants to destroy me, little does he know. I hate me and want to destroy me more than anybody. But if I do that, then I'll be stuck with that demonic, filthy creature forever. So there's no escape. You do what Jesus commands you to do. You stay on a narrow path. You soldier up. 
You stop complaining because clamor and complaining is a sin. You be that perfect robot. You be that perfect robot. Alright? I need to go back to being a perfect robot. Bye-bye. <laughs>